Hey everyone and welcome to the Darkcast. I'm your host Jonathan Miley and this is DCI number 76. In this episode Brian and I got to talk to Nick Flink who is the developer behind Sin which is a, a new game from GoGo Dodo Games. Uh, it's for iOS. It's a dual stick shooter reminiscent of, uh, of Geometry Wars if instead of uh, geometry bits you are fighting microbes. Uh, anyway, it sounds like a lot of fun, and it is released actually today, so you can check that out um, on iTunes. You can find a link to the, the App Store in the show notes to this episode on DarkStation.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at DarkStation underscore com. You can always subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'd love to know what you think. And you can email us at podcast at DarkStation.com. Now, thank you for listening, and on with the show. on the dark cast here tonight nick how are you doing oh i'm doing very well it's uh <clears throat> it's a pleasure to be here glad to hear it glad glad to have you on it's always always good to have new faces which it really i guess it's just new voices but it's the same thing that's all right it counts it counts i've got a picture of you at least well yeah we, we have pictures of each other uh we just everyone else isn't going to see those pictures so um, unless they want to go to Dark Station, then they can see cartoon versions of, of Brian and myself, or go to uh, GoGo Dodo, and then they can see a, a lovely picture of you. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> well, before we get started to uh, before we get started talking about Sin, which is is what we're here to talk about, uh, let's talk a little bit about who you are and what you do at the aforementioned GoGo Dodo Games. Well, my name is Nick Flink. I've been a little bit of a troubadour as of late. I've gone to, um, I've been living in London and Madrid, and right now I'm in Kansas City. Um, while I was living in London, I was working for EA, and that's kind of where I cut my teeth in games. Okay. Um, it's also where I met the person that I was working on with Sin. He was a technical artist on an unreleased project there, and we... I don't know. We met. We hit it off. Uh, played lots of Geometry Wars games. I think he <laughs> score over me, but nice. but you know, I only cry to cry myself to sleep one time a week over it. <laughs> um, That's fair. <laughs> I try not to let it consume my life. Yeah, I, I never got the first achievement in Geometry Wars, and it's something that still haunts me. And it's not because I didn't play it for a long time. It like I, I did. I was just that awful at it. Is it the one where you you don't shoot for like one full minute? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, tr- I, I tried. Uh, no, I don't. When I say I didn't get one, it's not that I didn't. There was one left that I couldn't get. No, oh. I never got a single Geometry Wars <laughs> achievement. Oh, Jonathan, I'm Thank so bad at that game. <laughs> like it's it's worthy to cry over. Um, but that that's my own shame. You you don't need to worry about that. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, well, sorry. You you were playing Geometry Wars games in London. Continue. <laughs> so, 
after that, um, <clears throat> I ended up moving to Madrid, but I kind of kept up the relationship with uh, Jeff, and um, I, I worked at a startup, so I kind of uh, I got used to the startup culture, hmm. and the whole time I was kind of talking to him, we were thinking of game ideas, we were, you know, pitching stuff back and forth, but not actually working too much on them. Mm-hmm. Um, in my spare time, I, I made a game, uh, the first game called Flip Tag Madrid, but I didn't try to seek any sort of, I didn't market it or anything. I just kind of wanted to do the whole process of releasing a game. Okay. <clears throat> and basically, we finally we finally came up on an idea, which which was based off of Geometry Wars. Like, we were... We were hanging out in London in his apartment. It was it was pretty late. We were having some pretty intense games of pacifism, and we just thought, uh, this, you know, why should this not be on a, a platform, or why should this not be mm, on a touch screen? And and we started with the mechanic. We kind of started building around it, and and that's that's how it happened. Um. Very cool. Now, did you uh, did you get a game design degree or anything, or how, how did you end up at EA? Uh, I actually have I'm computer science and math, so I didn't get any game design, any any sort of design degrees. I ended up at EA just because they needed a programmer. I needed employment, and and it worked out for both parties. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, while I was there. Uh, I worked on three different titles. I worked on Battlefield, Half-Life 2, and Harry Potter. I was still kind of... I never got credited for Half-Life 2, which kind of irks me, because I worked for the exact same amount of time as someone else that got credited, but <laughs> but I had left the company, and he hadn't, so uh, I was able to kind of... It was one of those moves. Yeah. But... <clears throat> But yeah, I've I've just always really really enjoyed games. Like I've played a lot of games and something about um coming up with like a simulation that's kind of like a real, you know, where you have rules to follow describing maybe not the world but a world in a simulation and and giving it to people and just seeing what they do with it. It's it's something that's really really interesting to me and I've always loved it. Awesome. So where where did Go Go Dodo come from? Uh, because that's a great name. Well, I searched for a lot of them. Um, originally it was PlaySock, but while I was living in Spain, I was telling people, "Yeah, yeah, check out my website. It's PlaySock.com," and they're like, "PlaySock." <laughs> I was like, "Well, maybe I need to go away from that." So I started going for more names that were that were phonetic, you know. Okay. That, that translated well in other languages. Um, I kind of, I kind of use it as a motivation. It's like, go go do do. I liked Tiny Toons as a kid, so that yes. could be go go go. You you gotta like him, no? Wacky Land. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I was hoping that was a Tiny Toons reference. <laughs> That's that makes me very happy. It definitely occurred to me. <laughs> Um, it it fits in it fits in well with the logo. So like I've 
I like that I can make it on a on a clock. Yeah. Just. <laughs> uh, now there's you and there's Jeff. Is there, is there anybody else that's working on um, Sin at the moment? Mm, no, it's just it's just basically it's just basically me and Jeff. Jeff's actually he was doing the art, but <clears throat> he's not. He's he's there still. He's still working on it, but not not full time. He kind of comes in and out. He had he had problems with rent. That's one of the problems about working for yourself is sometimes your boss doesn't pay too well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but I've been I've been working on it real hard, getting it done. It's kind of difficult to be sort of a one man band. You end up having to do a lot of stuff that I'm not particularly good at. Like um for example, I've been registering a company and I've been doing marketing and stuff like that. And it really gives me a lot of uh, a lot of respect for the people that do that day in and day out because it's it's a lot harder than it looks. Sure. No, absolutely. <clears throat> I can only imagine. Um, so, how long have you actually been working on on Sin? So I've been working on it for about two years, and it's kind of gone through. It's kind of gone through some iterations. Mm-hmm. Like we had one late night where we were playing, where we were playing Geometry Wars, and we kind of got the mechanic. And then we started building up on it, and we decided that we would go with this microbiological theme. So the microbiological theme uh, was more Jeff's idea, and he really liked it because he's he wanted to do something called chromatic aberration. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. No. <clears throat> well, it sounds it's, it's, very colorful, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like if you look through kind of a faulty lens and you kind of look around the edges of some images, you might see the color skewed towards blue or skewed towards yellow. And <clears throat> and he wanted to go with that. He was really into making a um, a realistic look. He said that uh, he was a bit... And and I think that a lot of people are kind of tired of seeing games that are done in the same artistic style over and over again. It's really nice to see something that's done in a unique style. And we really pushed hard to do that. Um, we wanted screenshots to be pretty on their own. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. We want to just be able to send out a screenshot and hopefully that would pique people's interests. Uh, we <clears throat> So we were doing a lot of iterations and and one of the first names of the game that we came up with was light touch and we had this idea that that when you touched it would light up the screen and and that you would be like a a point source of light and when you stop touching it would be dark and you can still kind of see elements of it in there but it's it's changed drastically from that so you can kind of see how it, it could have moved a little bit and evolved to where it is today so how'd you get how'd you get from light touch to sin? As both a, a name and you know just like that's it's a jump. <clears throat> what, what's going on in sin? Um, so you play as a you play as a synthetic organism. So oh, imagine okay. the not too distant future where scientists in a lab have come up with a way that they can that they can synthesize DNA strands to make actual organisms. So your goal is to fight the microbial infection. 
and so you are you are a body defense system. This isn't like inner space. Well, it's kind of like inner space. I guess you're using the Sinjin software. So if you kind of think of Avatar, it's like you're using this software to go through and pilot this sort of organic drone and fight them. That's the i that's the idea behind it. Okay. Oh, that's that's really neat. Okay. <clears throat> So we holy crap. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's the idea behind it. And we tried to we tried to build everything out with it. Um the game says that very subtly and probably too subtly. I I I I would like to I would like to keep doing updates and and see where it can go from there, adding new adding new modes and what have you. But so you're fighting the microbial infection and and you're catching aminos, which work as <clears throat> as sort of your way to unlock modes and to upgrade new genes on your organism and to become more powerful. And being two geometry wars fanatics, we we made the main the main thing just the high score table. You really want to get that high score. Is it is it more in the So I mean looking at some of the screenshots, it looks like there's a a lot of different things going on. Is it more shooting? Is it more gates? It's more gates. In general, what you end up doing is we added we added sort of a projectile toxin, but your best your best strategy is to just cut just cut the gates and sort of initiate explosions and to have these combos and it's it's really satisfying when you get an explosion. Um, that will trigger one microbe to go to another, to go to another, and you end up kind of, you can almost clear the entire screen with these explosions. And we went with a mechanic that was similar to Geometry Wars, where in Geometry Wars you collect, I think they're called geoms? Okay, that sounds good. Sure. Yeah. Uh, in ours, they're... That's what they're called now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds reasonable, no? That's what I always call them, but I don't think that they ever actually tell you what they're called. They're just kind of these floating green things that don't have anything to do with anything other than the fact that they affect your score. So we took that idea and we sort of, we expounded on it. We made them matter for more than just your score. We made them matter for for gameplay and for, um, they will go through and they will infect microbes and the microbes will mutate. And so microbe is that just like bad microbe? Basically, okay. I, I, I'm a dual English Spanish speaker, and mal bad. It's like a prefix. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't know what else to call it, really. But I think that it works. It's hey, it's it's far far better than bad crobes. So yeah, it's <laughs> crobes. <laughs> but. Yeah, it's that's what I went with. And I just I really like the games just kind of a lot of that is just really fun just coming up with names, coming up with um what things are called is it's it's a challenge really to make it work in more than one language. So when you say make it work in more than one language, are you talking about doing translations or just trying to make names that make sense kind of across 
several different languages. Well, we could do translations. There's a <clears throat> there's a voiceover which makes it pretty difficult. Hmm. Um, the idea with the voiceover is I I love Portal. I just love the way that the you know there's this machine with a and and a synthetic voice really works well in the game. You know, it's called Sin. You're playing with a synthetic organism, and there's a synthetically generated voice telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, so the the translations is is a a difficult thing because it needs to sound good in both languages. So there's a few words that I use that I would like to keep in all the languages or or change them sparingly, which are sin, sinjin, microbes. Um, those those are mainly the three that are sort of invented, but the rest of them are, I try to stick pretty closely with what, what an actual scientific word would be to try to not break the, the atmosphere of the game. Because if they're playing it in a different language and stuff's coming out and it's all choppy and doesn't make a lot of sense, then that's absolutely going to take you out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so right now it's, it's available in English and Spanish. I haven't gone through and added more languages yet. There's a lot of text to change, but I'm hoping that I can come out with, you know, German and French and, and other, and other languages in the future. Cool. Are you doing the translations or are you giving it to somebody else to do? Um, I do most of them. My, my wife is Spanish, so she helps me out quite a bit. But I think that I'll probably – I'll farm them out for the other languages because there's just no way I can do them. I, I wanted to start with two languages so that I at least had a system that I could handle multiple languages. But I think that I will farm them out um, using some sort of a translation uh, translation company to help me do them. Yeah, once you know your system works for it, that's, that's kind of the hard part that's out of the way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that – that was the way that we we tried to build everything out so that we had some sort of a system for spreading it out and then and then we'll we'll go towards that very cool now um for me geometry wars is a very tactile thing something that you know makes sense with a controller two thumbsticks that sort of thing how how do you actually play sin what what are you doing from kind of like moment to moment so <clears throat> you start off with a fingerprint scanner, which it goes, th- it will identify the you as you and tell you whether or not you are authenticated to play. From there, it's a touch to hold, it's a touch to hold mechanic in which you're not touching, while you are not touching, the game is paused. Okay. The idea being, say you're on a train and it's your stop. You don't really have to think too much about catching your stop. As soon as you stop playing, as soon as you stop touching the game, it's it's automatically paused itself. That's that's kind of cool. That's neat. I like that. <laughs> the the menu is a is an immersive experience. If you have you seen the mm, now I'm trying to remember the movie with Robert Downey Jr. and he plays the superhero, Marvel superhero, but the name oh, escapes. Uh, Iron Man. Yeah, and he has like this heads up display display and they have all these circular dials and sure. and knobs and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. 
we we took that idea and we tried to make all of the menus circular. So all of the menus fit around this one touch. Okay. And, and they they spin. So no matter where you leave your touch on the screen, you can get into the menu and you can get to all of the all of the buttons or just press the center and you're right back in. So there's not there's not too many lit there's not too many levels. You're always close to playing the game, which which we really wanted to have that we wanted you to be able to get into the game really quickly. And the the menu system is supposed to be fun in itself. Like I I gave it to some of my friends that aren't gamers and I think that they almost had more fun with the menu system with it than with the game. They were just kind of playing around, turning stuff, seeing what what things did. Mm-hmm. And and we really went for that. I've <clears throat> I've done a lot of UI before and I really wanted to to not make the the front end like an afterthought. I wanted it to add to the experience, to the immersion. Cool. <clears throat> so that makes sense, especially with kind of like the the futuristic concept that you have working um, to not only have something that was um, kind of like aesthetically pleasing, but also a little bit organic, and especially with the uh, with the the touch, you know, the like touching and having it show up there. Um, that sounds like it kind of adds to the whole aesthetic, as it were. Yeah, that that was definitely our idea. We also we also tried to to represent everything that we could with icons, just to make it feel more. Um, I don't know. So you get to know the bits and pieces easier. You have to you have to explore a little bit more of the menus to know exactly what you're doing, and that was that was a design decision that we made to to hopefully encourage people just click around see what, see what's there. Very cool. Uh, now, when you're kind of moving around the um, the screen and everything with your uh, microbe and uh, destroying the microbes, obviously you're moving your finger across the screen. But how do you how do you shoot and all that kind of stuff? So the the shoot weapon is stop activated. So if you if you're going up and then you stop, then then you're your projectile toxin will be enabled. If you upgrade your toxin, it'll shoot at a, at a faster clip. <clears throat> and that, it, it becomes really powerful if you get it upgraded a bit because it's almost like sort of a laser because, there's, because they come out so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it becomes really useful if, if you're thinking about it in terms of of initiating of initiating a combo or or clearing space in front of you um depending on which depending on which mode it's it's really useful in the wave mode it's <clears throat> but there's there's a balance to be struck with it because you end up getting life aminos if you you end up getting life aminos if you collect an amino that had previously infected a malchrome, mm-hmm. but if you shoot them with a projectile toxin, it, it like kills their life amino. So there is that, but <clears throat> okay, very cool. Now you mentioned uh, there's a wave mode. How many how many modes do we actually have? So 
the modes are timed mode, which is which is the free mode that you get at the end of the tutorial, and then after which there's a classic mode, which is sort of almost a rhythm action sort of a mode. There's a wave mode in which you just get lots of you get waves. It's kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a final mode, which is a versus mode, which I, I like to say that it's twister for your fingers. So the idea is that you can have up to four simultaneous people on one machine. And when you cut the individual, when you cut the bonds, you have aminos that are released. And it's a competition to get as many of your aminos and then steal a few from the other person. So it's, it's only one minute, and whoever collects the most aminos wins. But only you can cut your bonds. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty fun. It's kind of short, short fun with, uh, with friends. It's, it's my favorite mode, to be honest. So uh, you're making uh, Sin free to play, correct? Yeah, I'm making it free to play. It it is ad supported. I'm thinking about making a an iOS version that's paid to play, and then giving everything away, or that you just buy it and then you give everything away for free. We'll see how the free to play works to start. Um, I also have an Android version in the works that. That in general, people do the free to play on Android, and then they do the the pay to play on iOS. But I figured I'd I'd start out with free to play on both, just because I really I'd be really sad if nobody downloaded it. You know, I want I want lots of <laughs> you want somebody to at least see it, right? Exactly. Gotcha. So so I really hope that I really hope that all your all your listeners go and and download it, give it a shot. You can make it all the way through the game. There's there's no there's no need to play um there's no need to pay anything but like i say it is ad supported and <clears throat> and if you you have a cache of organisms that you have six organisms and if you run out of organisms you can always get another organism just by just by watching an ad so i never prevent anyone from playing but it, it slows you down just a little bit so that you can enjoy it over time. Hmm. That's not bad. That's something that worked really well for something like, uh, um, what was it? Uh, Flappy Road. Not oh, yeah? Flappy Road. Not what? I came now. I'm losing the name. But yeah, they used a, uh, they had like a little, so you could buy coins if you wanted, or if you just wanted to kind of earn coins over time, you could not only pick them up during the game, but they had like a little ad that would say, "Hey, you know, if you want to watch this, you'll get like twenty, thirty coins." Yeah, that's and it that's was like exactly. twenty seconds out of the way. I thought that was a real, that was a real nice way to. I mean, because that takes care of you on your end because you're getting the ad looks and that kind of thing. But it also, you know, it's not unfair to the player who may be yeah. looking just to kind of you know show up and, and waste a little time there. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking, yeah. and. The uh, the example that I used the, of a game that does something similar is called Skyforce, which is a which is a really good game. Um, I think that they have a really good mechanic, not quite as good as mine, but but really good. <laughs> <laughs> and 
yeah, they do a they do a similar a similar sort of thing. So, uh, do, is there anything that you can pay for in the game, or is it is it free and and you have ads and that's all there is so, to it? No complicated buying your own microbes or anything like that. So there's there's five in app purchases. Okay. The first being the most boring, which is just um, buying a thousand aminos, which is good because that means if you buy that, then you can automatically unlock a mode. Okay. <clears throat> Beyond that, you have. So gaining aminos allows you to purchase things like multiple modes. Yes. Yeah, so okay. like that's okay. You can purchase modes with aminos, which you catch in the game, or that you can buy. You can purchase. You can upgrade your organism with aminos. So aminos are are they're the they're the building block of the entire game. The more aminos you have, the more stuff that you can open, unlock, and play. Gotcha. The <clears throat> the other in-app purchases that we have is so you can play. You have a a culture of organisms, which you start out with six organisms or a culture of six, you can unlock it so that you can have 12, and that means that you can store 12 organisms and play 12 organisms sequentially. <clears throat> but when, when, your organisms, when your organism culture is full, you don't get more. So you have to use an organism to start, to start the process over. Uh, some other things that you can get are you can get extra life so you start with 10 hit points you can get 20 hit points you can you can get a faster synthesis so like say you have six organisms and you start playing then then your lab technicians start working on another organism and that that can take some period of time but you can speed up that time and then the last one which is the most fun is there's a uh, sort of a tail bomb or a barb or it's it's another weapon that you can get on your <clears throat> well that's that's one of the upgrades so like the upgrades you have a tail bomb you have a projectile toxin you have a longer you have more more life i don't know if you guys noticed but the life is on the tail i tried really hard to make the hud minimal so you can tell how much life you have just by how long your tail's organism is hmm. so so you can give your your organism a longer tail and obviously you can remove ads as an in-app purchase too so that's if people get really annoyed at the ads they can remove them and that's that's another thing you can do okay i tried to build all of the strategies into the game so they would be um the minimal so that it would have the minimal amount of intrusiveness and it it works it works really well like there i didn't I didn't do any. I didn't take any shortcuts as far as making it easy to monetize. I tried to make everything have a purpose and be filled to be fit into the game flow. So, I I really hope that the users enjoy that. Yeah, definitely. Well, it seems like it's coming from a place of of enjoyment and the fact that you know the the base concept from it from what you guys were taking from Geometry Wars and kind of building on that. Uh, you know, I'm very much of the school that if uh, there's a good chance if I enjoy it, that at least somebody else is going to enjoy it. 
and Lots. hopefully with you know testing and getting it out there and and especially with the you know kind of the free to play part and getting it in people's hands that not only will they enjoy but hopefully they'll give back some feedback so you know you can continue to make it better yeah i i love i love iterating on projects you know like um it might not be the best way to do it but i a lot of times i find that trial and error is the best way because i i go through and i'll and I'll design something and then I'll try it out and it'll just be horrendously bad. And the good thing is, is that if you do it two or three times, you can really stumble onto something that feels, um, that feels real crisp and clean and, and simple. And it's, it's tough to keep, to keep it simple. And we've tried really hard with, with the interface, anything that we could get rid of, we tried to get rid of so that there's just, the only thing that you see as far as the heads-up display is one number, which is your score or your effectiveness, and, and that's it. Like, there's, there's no need to show anything else. Mm-hmm. Very true. Mm. Well, Brian, do you have anything else before we go into the, uh, the end game? No, I think we're good to, to continue to the, the finale. All right. As it were. Take it away. Um, yes, yeah, so we got a little uh, questionnaire we do at the end uh, called The End Game. Um, uh, just a you know series of questions more about you, not really about Sin. Although, you know, if Sin comes up, you can definitely feel free to talk about it. Uh, but we'll go ahead and start. Um, question number one. Uh, who's your favorite video game protagonist? Who's oh, your favorite good, like, good a... guy antihero? Well, I've got, I've got a good answer for this. Have you ever played a game called Kuroshi? It's a no. Japanese game. So, like, Kuroshi is a, is a game in which the objective is to kill yourself. So the protagonist, his goal is to kill himself. And the, and the word is a Japanese word that means death by overwork. So I'd have to go with Kuroshi. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. That was a good answer. You're right. All right. Uh, question two uh, flips that. Who's your favorite antagonist? Oof. I don't know. That's a hard one. Mm. Maybe I'll go with. Uh, maybe I'll go with maybe the first the first game that really got me into it. I'm going to say Mike Tyson. Mm. Mike Tyson Punch Out. That Mike yeah. Tyson man. He was he was tough. Yes. It was difficult to get past him. That yeah, that guy was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> both, both both him and his video game incarnate. The, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, what? Uh, it, it, question three: Is there any um particular like theme or trope uh, in video games that you'd like to see continue? Is there something that you like so much that you'd love it for it to uh to kind of you know spring forth and bloom among everything? Um, I do, I do think that the free to play is good, that, that people are able to, people are able to support themselves and, and that people can, can play games. I, there's a few, there's a few games that I really like that I haven't seen many things like them, but sort of crossover into the, crossover into the real world world sort of a thing games um trying to think of a good one uh space team for example i kind of like those board games that are that are on phones Mm -hmm. 
basically anything that's really original, gameplay or plot-wise. I, I really I think that that is the best thing about the iOS stuff, is that there's just so many that you can find a lot of original games. I guess the downside is that there's so many that you can find a lot of not original games, too. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yep. that there are a lot of, uh, of clones and, and clone participants out there that try to take advantage of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, kind of dipping into the dark side there, uh, the next question kind of, again, flips that. Uh, is there something that you'd like to see go away? Yeah, I guess the clones, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Attack of the clones. Yeah, right? So, yeah. yeah. So, we don't want to see any, any uh, resins, if you will. Exactly. The The other thing that I, they've pretty much, they've kind of gone away, or I, I'd mention it, it's, it's like controller pads on touch games. Those like, are so oh, bad. It's driving yeah. me nuts. So yeah. bad. Yeah. It's... Like, I understand where they were coming from with that idea, but it, there's no part of that that ever felt good. No. Yeah, I mean, with a with a button, you got some sort of feedback, you know? With mm-hmm. with that, you just have nothing. You don't know if you're missing it. You don't know if you're hitting it. You just know that it feels horrible. Yeah, it does not feel good at all. And plus, you know, that's screen real estate that there's, you know, that there's nothing, there's nothing going on there because you're covering it. So, you know, you're trying to move your hands, you know, heaven forbid that your placement's wrong or you have one of those that try to kind of stick the buttons wherever your thumbs fall. And that's yeah. it. It really just sends you kind of all over the place. I, I really enjoy games like you know, like the stuff you mentioned, where it, it kind of follows you some uh, with the with the uh, kind of adaptive touch. Uh, there's um, there's a few of the uh, the kind of newer fighting games that are on there that tend to use just the sides of the screen and a series of like taps and swipes there, so that you're still kind of able to kind of focus on the action and what's going on. That stuff, I, I love those those ideas and the way they kind of spread into that. Yeah, I, I I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, uh, it's it's much better just doing something with one half of the screen than you know. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty adept at hitting one half of the screen. Hitting the button, I'm I'm a miserable failure at. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if stuff's getting nuts, you know. Then, like, man. Yeah, and you can choose which half of the screen you're going to hit. You know, like you can hit the bottom right hand corner to see what's going on, sort of in the middle, or the top mm-hmm. right hand corner. You're still hitting the right, you know, the right hand part of the screen, but you get to choose which which part of the screen you're going to take over with your thumb. It, it it's much better. Yeah, and not only that, like especially your idea with the um, uh, with the the kind of letting go to pause with a game like this. That's such, that's that's kind of a game changer because you kind of get to st- you know if you let go, you're like, okay, hold on a second, let's kind of plan where I'm going to go here. Everything stopped, and then the moment you're ready to kind of reengage you're able to do that with just a touch. That's, that's really kind of cool. I have, to give, I have to give Jeff credit for that because – so he was working on Gravity, that, that movie with Sandra Bullock, and he was doing mm-hmm. – he was a technical director, and he was kind of animating their faces on them. And he said that, you know, working on it every day, he, the tagline got, got um, ingrained into him, which is, which is don't let go. That's the tagline of the movie. Mm-hmm. So he said – he he wanted to make it even stronger. He wanted to make it that if you let go, you just lost. But but we compromised on <laughs> pausing it. I thought that that would be a little bit a little yeah. bit harsh. <sighs> yeah. Uh, next question. 
Um, you've I, you've been living your dream for a while, making games, um, participating in this this great work that we do. Um, if you had the chance um, to do anything else, is there anything else you'd like to try? Any kind of kind of profession you'd like to attempt? I don't know. I'm I'm really happy doing what I'm doing. To be honest, I <clears throat> probably I'd do something completely different. I'd probably be a a professional tennis player. That being said, there's no way in hell that's going to happen. So, <laughs> games. Fair enough. Uh, okay, next question is going to get a little weird. Uh, so just bear with me. It's got a little bit of a build up until the, the actual question. Um, okay. Have you ever seen Escape from L.A.? I have. I, I actually prefer it to Escape Escape from New York. Ooh. All right. Okay. I like the way this is going so far. Good. So, you know, at the end of that movie, Snake comes into the possession of that remote control for the set of government satellites that'll EMP the hell out of everything. Uh-huh. You get a memo that says that's going down tomorrow. What game do you play tonight? Oh, I would definitely play Sin. But if I wasn't going to play Sin, I'd probably play a game that, that I'd never played before. Just just to get one more game under my belt if it was the last if it was the last that I ever could. <clears throat> Maybe. I don't know. Any, anything in particular? Uh, I don't know. Do you guys have any recommendations? Maybe Device 6. I have that on my on my iPad right now, and I've never played it. That I'm is supposed to be any of those Samogo games. <laughs> those are pretty nuts. Yeah, I, I have that game as well, but I, I haven't actually played it yet. So. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> So I, question. Uh-huh. I, uh, I was just going to say, I can't really recommend it, but it, it sounds like it'd be a great one since neither one of us have played it, but everyone else says it's good, so we'll, we'll yeah, go off that. I mean, not, <laughs> you got to download it, so I did, and, and I've kind of been saving it for an airplane ride or something where I don't have internet for a long time, because mm-hmm. it seemed like one of those sort of immersive ones, but I, I really don't know. Yeah, both that one and year one. Or year one? No, that's not right. Year, year walk. walk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, both of those. Uh, one of the guys who uh, who used to write for the site, Adam, he did a, a real big es- uh, kind of expose on Samogo and and kind of how they work and what they did for your walk. And it was uh, it, it's really neat how they put their stuff together and the kind of uh, like like thought and detail they put into everything. Uh huh. So definitely, you you get unplugged for a little bit. That's where you should go. <laughs> well, maybe I could save it. Well, the EMP would. EMP would mess up my device, right? So it wouldn't just mess up the internet. The whole device would be down. Yeah, probably everything would go. Uh. <laughs> but you got time. You got a whole night. So, you know, those... The, the yeah. That one. Well, I guess, I guess I'd have to download a couple, try to play as many as I could. <laughs> Any snake. If he, was, yep. if he was a gamer, he wouldn't do that, for sure. <laughs> That's he, true. Yeah, he probably wouldn't have survived either, then. He can surf and he... He can surf a wave of lava, but, you know, what level can he get on? I don't know. <clears throat> can he beat Mike Tyson? Probably not. Probably not. No. <laughs> He'd probably end up just shooting the screen. Yeah. <laughs> like, I beat you, Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh, final question. Um, at the end of our lives, uh, when we come to the gates of the Mushroom Kingdom, and Toad is there to greet us with the Book of Our Deeds, what would you like him to say to you before he, he lets you in? Ooh. I think level up. <laughs> Do you get any bonuses upon leveling? Uh, well, I hope so. You All know, right. I mean, 
Hmm. I guess all the beer you can drink. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. This version of the Mushroom Kingdom is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd get the the uh, the old Contra password. It would work on everything. What is it? Up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right. A, B, A, B, select, start. Yep. So or start. Just if you, you've only got one player. Yep. <laughs> you are right there. That could be a bonus. <laughs> Congratulations. You have 30 extra yeah. lives. This Try is a good again. future we live in. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, that's it. You passed. Congratulations. Awesome. What do I win? That Just that. Congratulations. Our, our, our eternal <laughs> our gratitude. high five. <laughs> just like the ones out of uh, De- Demolition Man, where we don't really touch, it just kind of spins in the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for nope. being on. Um... No problem. Thank you for, for joining us tonight. Uh, <laughs> if you could actually just... Uh, let our listeners know uh, where they can go to find out more information about Sin and when they can get it on, on iOS. Uh, if you want more information about Sin, you can go to gogododo.com and check out slash Sin. You get a bunch of information there. Or it will be coming out fe- February 5th on the iTunes store if you search for sin or S-Y-N-G-I-N-E which might be a more unique term or go go dodo you should be able to find it very cool well thank you once again and good luck with uh, the launch of the game here in in just a few days and uh, yeah hope it goes great well thank you very much